We're gonna make it look fly with some DIY. We're gonna make it look fly with some DIY. We're gonna make it look fly with some DIY. Uh oh, thrift diving. Hey, what's up? It's Serena Pia from thriftdiving.com, which is a do-it-yourself blog, YouTube channel, and podcast that helps you decorate, improve, and maintain your home with paint, power tools, and thrift stores without sacrificing your budget, the environment, or style. Welcome to episode 140 of the Thrift Diving Podcast. And I've got a great episode for you today. And I know that I say all the time that I'm excited about this episode. I say that about every episode. (laughs) And the reason why is because it's so much fun to get on here and talk to you. But today, I'm actually talking to my friend, Haikima. She is the person, my best girlfriend, whose house I did the bathroom makeover in. And in a recent episode, I think it was episode 138, you got to hear my side of kind of what the bathroom makeover was like, but you didn't actually get to hear from her. So this was her idea. She actually had given me the, given me the idea of bringing her to the podcast and talk about what it was like. What was that journey like for her? And the reason why this is so incredible of a conversation is because she was a complete DIY newbie. And when I say complete DIY newbie, I'm talking about she'd never even held a paintbrush. She had never painted a wall before. And I don't say that to, you know, and you'll see in just a moment, she'll say, is, is that weird? Like, is that abnormal? It's not abnormal. There's so many people who've never done DIY projects. And you'll hear from her in just a moment what she thought about DIY before she even got started. But by the end of this conversation, you will see how much confidence she had in what we were able to create. This was a journey. And not just for her, this was a journey for me. I had my own self-doubt. I had my own confidence issues about whether we could pull something like this off. And this is the reason why I had never done anything like this before. In all of the 12, 13 years that I've been doing DIY, I'd never done a project in anyone's house because I had my own issues. And we're going to talk about that in the episode as she and I discuss. But what I want you to understand is that if you are somebody who's listening to this, who you are a DIY newbie, you are someone who maybe you've picked up a paintbrush, maybe you've painted a wall before. But as I've said in a previous episode, many of times, there's always that next level of where you're trying to get to. And sometimes you don't even know you're trying to get to the next level, but something snaps, something clicks. And suddenly you find yourself in the situation where you are trying something new. You are wanting to do a bigger project or make over a room that you never thought you could do. And when it turns out, that confidence is amazing. So let's jump into this episode right now with my best friend, Hakima. So Hakima, we did this amazing project in your bathroom and I had to have you on the podcast because this has been an amazing journey with you. And we're going to talk about that in probably the last couple of episodes for my podcast, the Thrift Diving Podcast. I've been kind of sharing behind the scenes with people how things have been going. I think one of the episodes was, hey, we're about to start this project. And then I was telling people how it was going. And then just recently I said, we finished. And you actually gave me this idea of coming on the podcast to talk about what it was like for you as a complete DIY newbie. You'd never even painted a room before, right? Never. Should I be ashamed? No. Like, I don't have a number, but do you know how many people want to get started with DIY? 
First of all, did you want to even get started with DIY? Is this something that you thought that, oh, one day I'd like to do this? Because I think in all the years I've known you, I don't think I've really known you to be interested in DIY. Never was interested in doing DIY. Never. I mean, I love the home. I love watching, especially back in the day, HGTV. Love watching that. I like seeing the before and after. Like those are the things, but being a part of actually doing it, no, never had the desire at all. I guess, you know, as you get older, I'm just in a place where I want to do something new out of my comfort zone. And I don't know if I never thought about it because just thinking about it, I think the reason why I've never even thought about it, because I always said to myself, I can't paint. I can't do that. I'm not creative. I'll just let the expert. I can't do this. I can't. I can't. I can't. So I think that was part of it. And so that's why I never had a desire. I always told myself I couldn't, Mm. but that's not the case. I know, girl, let me tell you, this project has been, I think it's been a growing lesson for both of us because in the years that we've been friends, so like 14 years or whatever, almost 15 years, not, well, I can't say not once because you had hinted to me multiple times over the years. Well, Serena, <laughs> ever have a, you know, if you ever want to do a project here, but you never came right out and said, Serena, will you help me do A, B, and C? And I never said, well, hey, Hakima, let me come and help you do A, B, and C. Like, let right. me help you transform your bathroom. Right. I've never done that before. And I think for me, the reason why I had never done that is because I'd never done a project in anybody else's house. And I don't know if it's because I think it was my own self-doubt of mm-hmm. am I even creative enough to do mm. something for somebody else? Yeah. I like it. Is is what I do good mm. enough for somebody else? I don't know. I'll just do it in my own house because no right. one's gonna do my work. Oh wow. I don't have to be perfect. So mm. I never thought to say, hey, let's do a project together until recently. And I, and we'll kind of go through how this came about. But I understand where you're coming from because wow. I just, I I had my own fears and my own limitations of what I thought I could do. Wow, Serena. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that because I, I didn't think, I always looked at it, you were just too busy. And then I did know that you felt more comfortable being at home, but I didn't look at it that way as I feel comfortable because of self-doubt. I know you used to always tell me that you didn't want to hire someone because of how you move. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're, filming and sometimes you're not into schedule or time for that individual to just be out of whack. But yeah, thank you for sharing that because you just never know what people are thinking. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So you can relate because that's how I felt. That's how you felt. I yeah, told so we- myself that I, it just can't be done. And so when I did throw those hints, it was more of, well, you do it, Serena. I don't want to be involved with it at all. As far as being shown on mm-hmm. camera or I'll just let you come over my house and whatever, how you want to do it, just do it. But you helped me a lot as far as getting out of my limitations in my head that, Kima, you do not look right on camera. You don't know what you're doing. So it's really interesting how this project came to be. And I, I think I've told you this before, and I may have talked about I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on previous podcasts, but since we're talking about it, I'm just going to go ahead and kind of throw it out there. So... There have been people that have said to me over the years, oh, Serena, you should have a show. You should be on HGTV. And I'm just like, eh, what, you know, whatever. Like in my mind, I, I know that I'm a creative person, but I never really thought that I'm creative enough to be like on HGTV, right? 
And so it's always one of those things people would say that I just kind of let it roll off my shoulders. And I'm in my mind thinking, yeah, I like what I do and I'm good enough for my YouTube channel, but I'm not good enough for HGTV. So thinking of shooting Mm -hmm. HGTV style video makeover, which is what this was in your bathroom, it it took me a lot to kind of get to that point. And I think what it was is that, again, having friends talk to me and say, hey, you know, you should do this. And it, it just, I don't know, for some reason... Somebody could say something to you 10,000 times prior to that one point, and then something in you just snaps, and it makes you realize, wait a minute, maybe I can do this. So right around that time, I had connected with Bathworks. Bathworks is the company that sponsored the project. Mm-hmm. I had done some work with them, I don't know, maybe seven years ago. I painted my own shower. I refinished my own shower, and I did another one for them, and I I pitched the idea to them. I said, let's do a three video series. Mm. The first video will just be sort of a recap of when I refinished my shower. The second video, I'll find somebody that has a colorful tub or a tub that just is worn that needs to be refinished. And then the third video is going to be a frequently asked questions. I'm going to have somebody from the thrift diving community. How cool would that be to go to somebody's house who knows me And we do this project together. And by the way, instead of just making it a tub refinishing, why don't we do a whole bathroom? Mm, And as I was submitting the proposal to them, trying to put together some numbers, I thought, well, I'm going to throw a number in there because I'm going to hire a videographer. And if you, if now Hakima, you have been, I have to give you credit because the entire time I've known you, you, I mean, I've pretty much had my channel. You're the one years ago, girl, you were like, you should have a podcast. I see you with a podcast. <laughs> you need like a podcast. I said, Hakima, I'm not interested in doing a podcast. Yeah. In fact, in fact, when I started my YouTube channel in 2012, I'm pretty sure you were the one, Serena, you need a YouTube channel. Yeah. Like, I don't need no YouTube channel. So I'm giving you your flowers right now because I know that. <laughs> I say you need to hire a video. <laughs> yes. So you have told me, you have been there kind of telling me the next thing that I need to do. And each time when you've told me, I just, I wasn't ready. You weren't, you weren't ready. You weren't there. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't there. And so this time I decided, you know what? I am going to do a videographer. And I just happened to know somebody that had shot a one minute reel for me when I did some work in my shed. And I had his number on file, just just in case. Just in case something. Right. He's Godwin. He's amazing. I called him up. Nice guy. Nice. Oh, Godwin is amazing. Very professional. <gasps> on time. Love Godwin. Yes. Godwin. Shout out to Godwin. I hope he listens to this. He has started listening to this podcast, so I'll, I'll make sure that he listens to this episode. Shout out to Godwin. <laughs> and so, when I put this project proposal together for Backworks, I had included. And my limited idea of what it would take, I would say, I included all those figures and ideas like, hey, Bathworks, I'm going to do a bathroom makeover and I'm going to hire a videographer. And then the third video, I told them I would just do like a frequently asked questions video. And they said yes. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. And so then I started getting the idea. I was like, wait a minute, Hakima, Hakima's got a worn tub. Room could <laughs> use you. <laughs> makeover. <laughs> And are you going to put that on? Hakima has a warm tub. Hakima has a warm tub. <laughs> and her bathroom needs a makeover. And so, and, Desperately and, need a so for anybody listening that wants to see those before pictures, I will leave a link down below. 
where they can they can check out the before pictures. And so when I presented the idea to you, what what were your thoughts? What's the first thing going through your mind? Hell no. <laughs> but that's not what you said to me, though. You said that in your mind, but you didn't tell I that. I said that in my mind, but I, I said that. So the first thing, yeah, was hell no. But I was like, you know what, Hakima? Why not? Go ahead. And so when you presented it to me, I said yes. But in my mind was like, I hope she forget about it. <laughs> and and it's not that the fact that. that I didn't think I needed. So no, it's just more of Sabrina, you know, especially when you say, well, you have to be on camera. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. And this, and I'm like, oh, privacy, it's invasion, it's intrusive, and all those things. So, mm-hmm. but I I am so glad because I was at a point, just like as you mentioned, Serena, you just weren't you just weren't there yet. You have to meet people where they are. You came in my life. You've always been in my life for the last 15 years, but you came at a, a perfect time for me because in 2023, I started to subconsciously and consciously say, you can do this. Believe in yourself. Stop saying what you can't do and and stop being shy and stop saying this and just stop all the negativity. It's it's very easy to be in that place. And I, I no longer wanted to be there. So it wasn't really hell no. It's more of a hesitation, but my mouth said yes, because mm-hmm. I had to create those muscles of start saying yes. I love that. Why not? You need it done. And yes, yes, you're going to be afraid. And yes, it is a little intrusive. And yes, you don't like cameras, but yes, do it. Why not? Get out of your shell. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your box. So after you had said yes, I had started moving forward with that plan of, okay, we're going to do this. I sent your pre-pictures to Bathworks and they're like, yeah, this is going to be a great, great. Yeah, this is a perfect product. (laughs) This is perfect for our product. (laughs) And I reached out to Godwin. He and I had sat down on the phone for about an hour and and kind of drafted out how the schedule would look. And and I'll I'll go back to that in just a moment because I think that was also another thing that gave me a lot of, I think, confidence in being able to move forward after talking to Godwin. One of one of the things that I was so hesitant on doing with working with a videographer is thinking that I had to have everything figured out on my mm, I yeah. I thought I had to be like the oh, I can relate. Do everything. Mm. You know, I had to be the producer. I had to be the production assistant. I had like I had to do everything. I had to be the script writer. I had to do everything, and that was overwhelming to me. That's why I'd never moved in this direction of shooting my own HGTV style video. But that conversation that I had with Godwin, he gave me so many good ideas for things that I hadn't even thought of. Like for example. He said, okay, well, how many days do we think this is going to take? And I said, okay, well, let's go ahead and draft it out. First day, we're going to do the Lowe's shopping trip. Let's, you know, and we're thinking again of like, yeah, we did the Lowe's shopping trip. This is like an HGTV style video. So he had given some great ideas, which I'll go through in a minute. But after that conversation, I felt so good and confident. And then I had texted you because one of his suggestions was, hey, I could send my drone up and capture footage of you driving to her house to tell the story. And I hadn't thought of that. I was like, whoa, Godwin, that's cool. So I remember I text you and I was like, hey, Hakima, what's your address? Because Godwin has to make sure that that is not protected airspace, right? And you're like, oh, girl, I don't want it. I don't want him to do that. Like, (laughs) 
I don't feel comfortable with him sending a drone up near my address. And I'm like, so I had texted like literally after I had this amazing call with Godwin. So had to be. I texted him and I'm like, Godwin, I don't know if this is going to work because I I sensed your hesitation and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, is this how the whole project's going to be? Like, so in my mind, you know, I almost wanted to use that to be like, this just isn't going to work. No, this isn't going to work. She's not. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. See, this is all built. So you didn't tell me this. I didn't tell you that. because Over drinks and everything that we had. (laughs) Yes, we did. We did get together after. Whoa. Okay. Tell me more. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, so I was just like, oh my gosh, this isn't going to work. Because I knew that you were uncomfortable and I know how you are about cameras and and privacy. And so when you had pushed back a little bit, maybe I just have to find somebody else. Maybe this isn't just going to work. And then I remember I, I thought about how I responded to you and how I responded back. I didn't respond back with, all right, well, I don't know if this is going to work. I didn't respond back with that initially. I came back with, what did I come back with? It was something like, no, okay, this will be fine. You know, I don't remember how, but it was instead of letting my anxiety get the better of me, I said, okay, this is going to work. I just got to kind of work with her and make her feel comfortable. And check this out. This is where Godwin was amazing, Hakima, because when he and I had talked again, he said, well, hey, why don't we do the meet and greet before? Because if for day one, I'm going over to her house and she's never even seen me before, that's going to be kind of awkward. So why don't we do a meet and greet before? And that's when I said, well, why don't we go have breakfast and, you know, we'll, we'll, right, we'll talk. Right. And you saw how cool he was and we were very comfortable. And after breakfast, I think we then went directly to Lowe's, right? To do our Lowe's, shopping. Yes, trip. yes. We were going to go do some bathroom stuff and just kind of get some ideas of what style you like and and just see what they had in stock, that kind of thing. And Godwin was there following us with the camera and you were comfortable because you had already met him, but that was his idea. And so getting back to my original point of I'd never coordinated something like this before, but I realized in talking with Godwin, I didn't have to have it all figured out because he was an intelligent thinking person who was professional. So it was like two minds working on the same thing and not just one. And then when you came into the process, now it was three minds working on this project. And it felt really good having that support, having me be the one coordinating it all, but it wasn't just all on me. And I liked that I finally realized that it didn't have to be all about me. It was about a team. And you'd been telling me a long time ago. I was just about to say it. What have you told me? I've been telling you, I was like, you know, you know what you know, right? And you're the expert in the DIY. You're the expert. You can't do it all. So you need to get somebody. That's his field. That's what he does. That's So you don't have to have that part figured out. So with his expertise and his experience, then that's what he brings to the table. We all bring something to the table. But I do want to kind of address what you had said that you were like, oh, maybe. I think also that was maybe a way out for me also because it's like, oh, well, this is not going to work. I feel uncomfortable. I don't want them to do that. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, if they if they bail out, I'm fine with it too. <laughs> so even though that just came to mind when you just told me that, but I think that was a, a out for me as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I hesitate. I didn't hesitate totally because of that, because again, that's not, you know, my privacy. And so that is going to take time to work through that and feel comfortable. 
So that was more 90% of that. But then part of that is like, well, I'm already feeling uncomfortable, just like you when you said this is not going to work or whatever. So we just use these as excuses. So I think both of us probably was feeling the same way at that time in that moment. So that's something I will tell you. Yeah. Once we once we went on that shopping trip, it was amazing because, okay, well, let me just talk about what we did that first day. So the way Godwin and I had kind of worked it out is day one, we would do a shopping trip, capture some footage. He would come back to your house, do some before footage and pictures. And that's the day that we also met with Dwayne, right? Dwayne is the plumber slash, well, he's, he's a plumber by trade. He's a master and plumber by trade. Yes. Yes. Master plumber by trade, but he he has experience with electrical and like general contracting. Yeah, exactly. He's really good. Yes. So, so that's the day he had come over as well. So we had a busy day and I was really pumped up at the end of that day. I was like, wait a minute, this is going to be an amazing project. And it's not that I didn't feel that before, but I felt it after that day. I was like, this is going to be cool. And I don't think, I don't know if I felt it that day, but I knew that, you know, you and I get along so well, you know, because I always like, what is it? Yin yin and yang or something or. (laughs) We (laughs) talk to each other. Yes, we do. Yeah, because we're the same, but we're the opposite too Mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why we jive so much because you do bring, you push me in a way that brings me out of a more of the fun laugh and okay, girl, whatever. You always have that, the smile that you have on right now, you always have that smile. So I love that where I could be a little grim and intense sometimes. (laughs) You Uh, know. uh, No, but honestly, don't feel that about you. That's why sometimes when you talk about like, let's say earlier you had mentioned about being shy and sometimes you feel like maybe, I don't know, you may be negative. I mean, in all the time that I've known you, there's a lot of people that I could look at and be like, yeah, that's a negative person. I never feel that about you, Hakima. Never. I know you feel maybe, you know, your own thoughts in your head and the things that you tell yourself, but you don't say them out loud. Like there's people that I'm thinking of right now that always put themselves down. Let's say you are going out somewhere and they'll look at themselves and be like, oh, I look fat today. But there are people who just crap on themselves and say really nasty, mean things out loud. Maybe you say the things in your head sometimes, or you just think them, but I've always felt that you're a positive person. You're always champion. Yes. That's I am. Word. It is so that's easy the perfect word. to champion others. That is my problem. I can be your cheerleader. I can be your champion. Like I am there for you, Serena. You should do this. Like, come on, girl. I am there to give you some ideas. For myself, that's where the negativity comes because I don't believe in myself. I'll believe in you way faster and quicker before I believe in myself. Mm-hmm. Like I will live through you. <laughs> I will, hey, I read this because you know what? I read it. I saw this. Hey, this sounds like you. Hey, here, Serena. I think you should get a photographer, but you put that back on me. It's like, I can't do that. But like, see, here's what's here's what's interesting though, is because you and I had like a really pivotal conversation. I think that for me, it's again, I was, well, this is when we went to the Thai restaurant right before this project started. Remember we went to the Thai restaurant. We were kind of talking about the project. We went to the Thai restaurant a couple of times. But I think this was the beginning. This was like the beginning of the project before we had even started. Right. Right. And I think 
I but I, I feel like it was a pivotal point in your relationship with yourself because you had expressed to me about how you just didn't like how negative that you were and you always think the worst in terms of outcomes like ah oh, that's just not going to work and so you had said I'm being more positive and remember we were talking about doing things that fill your confidence bucket you know the yes remember yes. that conversation and yes. I was telling you that when we finish this project I wouldn't be surprised if you're ready to move on to the next project and I am you're going to have that confidence to be able to say, you know what? I did this. I did this and I I am creative. And we're going to talk about some of those creative ideas because I don't take credit for this project. Like when I've shown, I sent this out to the before and after pictures to the people on my email list. Girl, I got so many responses of people that was like, oh my gosh, that is amazing. Are you serious? You yes. didn't tell me. You tell me. I did. I did. I'll have to share some of them with you, but people- Because kind of, I don't want to know. I, that's why I didn't ask because I could have asked you a week ago, like said, did anything. I kind of don't want to know. I don't know why that's just part of continue to build my confidence. Girl, but. it was positive. And I told people in the email, I said, please don't share this because the project isn't ready yet. Right. I don't want to spoil it, but oh, right. I didn't want to, because I knew it was going to take about a, a month for Godwin to get all the footage together into the final video. So the final video is not ready yet. But I had a before and after picture and I just shared a couple of those with my email list. And so many people replied, oh my gosh, this looks great. You did a great job. And here's the thing. I don't take credit for this project. I said it was a team effort. You know, I I pulled it together, but it wasn't just my vision. You put your vision into this as well. Let's, Let's talk about that. Let's jump into that now. So I had some ideas of what I wanted to do in terms of the tile and tub because Bathworks was sponsoring this. And so we were going to refinish and we were also trying to keep this budget friendly, right? Yes. yes so that it didn't definitely. cost us a lot of money. Now Bathworks, because they sponsored it, they were also giving us the product to use. And so we use their spray refinishing kit for the first time. This is like a new product and it's a little different from the roll-on kit that I used for mine. So we were both kind of new at this because I had never even used this kit before. So I knew that that we were going to do that, but we were not clear on whether we were going to go with white, black walls. <laughs> what, what had you envisioned for this bathroom? Like, what had you always wanted for this bathroom? I wanted brightness, but cozy. So I wanted black, something different. My bathroom is small. And I, I think it's about 40 square feet. Oh, really? That's that's okay. Yeah, that's like maybe four, four by 10. So you're right. It's not, it's not a lot of space. And so we had to think about what color we were going to go with. Well, yeah, and I wanted clean lines, not too sterile. That's where the black come in. And I think black can be clean, I, I mm-hmm. think, right? I wanted modern. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was looking for. Just something simple, not a lot of hassle, just something plain and clean. And so, and I, I, I love the way it turned out. I really, really do. The white walls. Because you wanted black walls. We talked, about, we talked about black walls. We talked about black we walls. About yes. black. We kept going really, back and forth between black and, but because it's so small, we decided to go with white just to kind of open it up a little bit. Black, I think, I mean, I think black. I think black would still did really good. I really yeah, but the, I think that, I think the walls were just. I think it was just such a small space that black would have just really just enclosed it. I don't think black would have worked. Not all black, even if you had done like maybe one black accent wall or something like that. But I'm glad we went with white. 
I'm glad we went with white too. I'm very happy and satisfied yeah. with white. I didn't want it blue, light blue, or any other color. So it even would have been black or white. And, you know, we came with the decision as a team, the dark color and the small space would have really made it feel too closed in. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have felt I'm like a cave. With the brightness felt- of the white. Pardon me? Yeah. I think it would have felt like a cave if we had gone. Yeah, with- like a cave. But I am really happy. I love the floors. I got my black floors or mm-hmm. charcoal or whatever you want to call it. Or yeah, we used a Sherwin-Williams iron, which was iron, a great yes. color. And we actually found that color right as we were about to leave. And I just, I just happened to see like- And, you, ha- and you saw that because we were going with gray, more of a gray. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy with it because it's not black. You know, you got a million shades yeah, of white, a, a million shades of black. gray, and a million shades of black. But this mm-hmm. is just, I love this color. Yeah, the iron ore really, really worked. And so you and I, we had sat down, we tried to put it into this online site called Homestyler, which I've used plenty of times before. I've even, I think I've even done videos on my YouTube channel because whenever you're doing a room makeover, especially if you're a newbie, it's sometimes hard to see exactly what it's going to look like. You don't know what paint color to use. And I think, you know, once you put it in- It's hard to envision it, yeah. Hard to envision it. And when you put it into a site like Homestyler, I will leave a link down in the show notes for anybody that wants to click on that and give it a try. It really gives you an idea of what it's it going to look like. It really and did. let's say you're doing a bedroom. If you have big pieces of furniture, you don't want to move those around just to get a visual of what it's going to look like. For any room, really, that you're making over, as long as you put in the right dimensions, you can create a virtual space so that you can tell whether or not this is something you're going to want, or is the bed going to look good if you do your bedroom and you put it over this side of the room? Or, you know, what if we do a black, you know, black walls? How's that going to look? So we were able to put it in there and kind of play around with it a little bit, but I'm glad that we went with white for sure. Now, here's the thing I will tell you, and I didn't tell you this, Uh oh, <laughs> something that Kojo, so for those who don't know, I have a 12-year-old, my youngest of three. What a Kojo. He, he had an interesting comment. So this was after we had refinished the tile and tub. Did we do the black floor? I think we had gotten to the point where we, I think we did the floor. But anyway, Uh-oh. everything I'm was afraid looking, to hear what Kojo said. <laughs> everything Uh-oh. was just looking black and white. And so I was super pumped that day. I came home and I'm like, wow, look at this. I said, what do you think, Kojo? He said, it looks like a public bathroom. Oh. <laughs> like, well, I guess maybe no, it does. Did not, did not. <laughs> he did no, but this is before. Like we didn't have anything else in there. We didn't have the baskets because remember, like it was. This was a preliminary picture before we were even done. We didn't have the colorful picture on the wall. We didn't have any of that. Okay, so it wasn't the final. This was like with just everything white and then the dark floor. That's it. That's all he could see. And he's like, it looks like a public bathroom. And I wanted it clean and simple. So, and I didn't tell you that because. I mean, I thought it was funny. Um, I didn't necessarily agree with him because I knew we still had things that we were right, right. there. But I didn't want to say anything, like relay anything to you that would conjure up, oh my gosh, right. maybe, maybe we should have went with the black walls. Maybe we should have, you know, I didn't want to do Right, anything. right, right, right. <laughs> okay, so let's take, a, let's take a step back and let's talk about the things that we did. Let's talk about the tile and tub refinishing. Actually, let me back up a little bit because the way we had everything drafted out is day one, we were going to do our shopping trip and capture that footage. We were going to do on day two, I think we were going to do some things. We did do some things in my shed. Remember we cut the boards for your closet. Yes. Because your closet, the boards that were in your closet were like particle board. And I think there was contact paper 
over top of them. And, and we were just going to cut new pieces of wood. Right. Now, we were in the shed and you had done a couple new things as a DIYer. You got to use a track saw, right? So you made a I cut. sure did. I did. Cut. You'd never touched a power I cut. never. No. And then we were going to do just a little bit of staining because we didn't know if we were going to go with ebony stain or if we were going to go with a dark brown stain for your shelving. And so you got to kind of stain and, and test that out. So what was that like for you to, to try new things like that? And you'd never done it before. How nervous were you? I was nervous because even though it is DIY, you still want it to look professional. Right. And, mm-hmm. and if you've never done it before, your first thought is perfection, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was nervous, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. You know, I'm not as bad as I always told myself. Right. I, I can paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Girl, can do some a lot of these things. things. Yes, I can actually do these things. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So that was day two. And we did those two days back to back. So we did, it was like a Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. We had pretty much, you know, all day together that Friday. And then that mm-hmm. Saturday, Godwin was recording everything. And I think even at that time, you were not, you still weren't quite excited yet. I think we had some conversation about that. Even though we had gotten started, you anxiously just wanted to jump into the project, but we had to capture that HGTV story, right? Of trying these new things, learning some new things, right? still trying to figure out what colors do we want. But I remember you were kind of still on the fence about how this was going to work. You wanted to just jump in just to like, at least just get started, but you still weren't really that excited about it, right? It took me a while. And again, I don't want to say you are who you are, but you are who you are, especially when you're trying to grow. So the the challenges is, is, again, living outside outside of your comfort zone. And so I was a little overwhelmed. I was excited, but I was still like hesitant. I don't know what was going on, but then as the project was going on and I'm actually in the mix because first I felt more of someone observing, not really so much going on, Mm -hmm. you know, this needs to be done. That needs to be done. And so then I did start being excited because Mm -hmm. As time moved on, I was like, okay. You started actually come together. I'm seeing it come together. I'm envisioning it. I'm being a part of it instead of being an observer. I'm just like, okay, I can paint. I'm actually painting out. I mean, I start really getting serious about the painting. Like, okay, Serena, did you do this part right here? Let me come behind you. Like you did become like a a, a little mini perfectionist. A little mini you perfectionist. Like, okay, let me just do this. You got this, you're doing this right. And I want to do this and I want to try. And I want to, you know, I start getting excited and really wanted to participate more and more as I start getting involved. So when we first had started and we had that day one, day two shopping trip, cutting a few boards and capturing that footage, that day two, when we were in the shed and capturing footage, it was kind of a long day and you got to the yeah, end, it was a long like, day. okay, I'm just, I'm done, Serena. Like, are we done? Yeah. After everything? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I was, yes, I was. I was so yes, tired. you were tired. And I think part of me was maybe a little worried that when we got started, that maybe you would feel the same way, right? Yeah. Maybe like it was just taking too long or that you would be like, oh, are we? And even though there was days when we were just tired, I liked that you got to the point where you were like, okay, well then, no, maybe we need to do another coat or maybe we need to do this because it wasn't you saying, 
look, are we done? Do we really got to do another? <laughs> you didn't say that to me. And so I was actually a little surprised and glad that you were as into it as you were and that it wasn't, oh gosh, are we done this yet? You were just like, no, no, let me just try to get a little bit more of this caulking off here. Like, Yeah, yeah. You were into it. Yeah. And so when we start actually doing the work, I got the energy because it you know, needs to be clean. We need to do this. So I'm down here scrubbing and I'm into it and- yeah, let's work. Let's get this done. So I did have more energy then. It was a lot of fun coming over. I mean, the whole project was fun, but it was. It was Spend a lot of time fun. with you. And- I know, girl. You had you had said this. You were like, I don't think I've seen you this much since since when? Since because we used to work together. Let's right. let's since- go back a little bit. Let's take a break and talk from talking about the project, and let's go back a little bit to how we met. For anybody who's like, well, how does she know Hakima? So you and I met, I was pregnant with Oheni, my middle son, who's 14 now. And, and so how you and I had started talking is we worked in the same office and you would always come over at lunchtime. Stop you would, it. Don't you tell that story. Do not. I always tell the story because that is, that's what stands out in my mind. Here's one thing about you, Hakima. You love food. Yeah. Talking about food. You love eating food. You love probably watching cooking networks. I mean, it was always about food. And for me, I mean, I like food too, but lunch was not a big thing for me, but you always walk over and be like, girl, what you having for lunch today? And I'm thinking, why is this girl always talking to me? Asking me about lunch? So if it wasn't for you talking to me and you approaching me, I don't think we would have, we, we would not have, but you were always like, girl, what you having for lunch today? I'm, like, oh, I'm just eating whatever, whatever it was I was eating. And so that's how we had become. So we bonded over food. See bonded food. over food. Yes. And then right when I had gone on maternity leave, that's when you had emailed me and you were telling me about some personal things going on in your life. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. You're going through that. Yes. yes. You emailed me while I was on maternity leave. I didn't even remember that. No yes. Serious. I emailed you. You emailed me. Yes. Oh. Please don't tell me you have still have the email. I probably do. I probably have to go back. I probably no, don't you dare pull up no picture. So you got to tell the running joke. So okay. fast forward, we're friends. Yes, we're so friends. We're Here's the running joke in our friendship. We took a trip to New York, me, you, and your sister. So we're on this little boat ride around the Statue of Liberty. And I look over, Hima <laughs> is... Falling out, like just head nodded forward, mouth like, open, sweating. That's sweating. That sun is like a drug. I'm sorry, <laughs> sweating. And so I snap a picture of it, and you know, because I I I miss take a picture of everything. You were embarrassed when I showed you that. Oh, picture. I hated that picture. I still do hate it. I hate that picture. Okay, I'm on a mission to find that picture. And I'm so, my dear it. sweet friend Serena. Okay, every couple of years. She threatened me with the picture. I mean, she don't really threaten me. She just sends it to me. And I'm like, I text a screenshot to you out of nowhere. And it's not like we talked about it, but it will come out of nowhere. And just as a reminder, and I'll be like, oh my God. As a reminder that it still exists. Two years later. And it's not like every six months. It'd be like a year, two years. And the picture will just pop up. You know what? I'm going to go back and see if I can find that. Picture. We have to, we have to, and then I'm going to send it to Godwin. Oh just, no, no, do not send that picture out. Do not, Serena. Oh my gosh. 
that's kind of a fun little thing. And, and not even just that picture. Like I, I, I'll find other pictures, you know, like. We have a, a lot of cute pictures together, but do. that's the one picture of the. Of the one that's. Just, but that's the only picture you send me. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. I do send other pictures when I come across them. I have at least seven or eight external hard drives of just pictures. Oh my God, pictures, Serena. Personal has... pictures, videos. I mean, I have thousands and thousands. And so as thousands, I, can, I mean, thousands. Remember you huh. had gotten that hard drive, like th- this girl has so many pictures, thousands. I have a lot. A lot. Okay, let's get back to the project. So I will say that this project took a little longer. We started with day one around the middle of December and we just finished at the end of January. Now I know it's a small bathroom. We had some setbacks, but also you work full-time. I don't know if Godwin does this full time or if he's got some other things he does, but you had gotten sick, right? You had come yes. down with COVID, and then that kind of halted things until you could feel better. Then Godwin got Godwin got Godwin sick. got COVID as well. And so that kind of put us out of commission for a little bit. But we but one thing that I love that you did is that you still kept the project moving forward because I wanted to make sure that we didn't lose any footage. Yeah. Since I didn't have the ability to come and record. And I didn't want to record because I wanted it to be his quality of footage. But you were like, Serena, I, I, I really think you need to come. Let's just move this forward. And I'm glad that we did because yeah, because your ceiling was a flat paint. Over the years, the moisture had started to crack. Right. And it was peeling. And so, you know, that day I come over that weekend, we worked on it without Godwin. That was a lot of work to peel that and then skim coat it with some joint. Right, yeah. And then do a couple coats of paint. And while I was doing that, you were painting the closet, doing a couple coats in there. So we needed that time we to did. forward. And it didn't mess up the quality of what Godwin was able to capture when he came. Right. Out. But I liked it also too because we were hanging out. Like we had the music going. We had the music going. We were talking. We had out. a good time listening to music, talking, working. Yeah, it was a lot of behind the scenes that we did. And shout out to Dwayne because he came over. I had COVID and he still was like, well, let me just finish my part, you know. Mm -hmm. And I I stayed away from him. He put his mask on. Yeah, we did a lot of behind the scenes. Like we worked, we did a lot of cleaning and And I had those knee pads on the floor. Like you said, the painting and the taking old paint off, but it's all well worth it though. And let's talk, let's talk about the cleaning too, because with the island oh tub refinishing, we knew that Godwin was going to come over for what we were calling day three. Well, because we knew that we would have to thoroughly clean and prep your tile and tub before we got started, we yes. did a lot of that the day before. And, yes. you know, we scrubbed, we Used oh. a cleaner. We did a lot of that prep work that wasn't even captured on the camera. It wasn't even captured. Yeah. So that was a lot of work. And then once Godwin came the next day, we did a final cleaning and then kept the project moving. But that literally took us all day. We came together about eight o'clock, eight yeah. and a half o'clock. But I think by 10 a.m. we had gotten started. And then we wrapped up that tile and tub are finishing, I think by like six or 7 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. All day. Our days were long, a couple of long days. Yeah. We had had some half days. Right. We had a lot of half days. We had Um, a lot of half days. 
Yeah, but before we could even do the tile and tub, that's when you had Dwayne come in. You had mentioned about how when you had COVID, Dwayne came in and did his part. Your shower faucets, you had like three. There's three knobs, right? Like right, a hot exactly. hole and then like, a, I don't know, you would call it a diverter or whatever in the center. And we were changing that. That was sponsored by Fister. So they actually had provided us the tub spout and the the one handle the one handle shower shower handle. Thank so you, before we could even thank you, yeah, thank you to Fister. Beautiful, for beautiful. And we'll leave a link down below too if you want to check out the the Colfax brand uh, the Colfax line that we used by Fister. But before we could actually get to that part of tile and tub refinishing, Dwayne, the plumber had to come in and actually remove those and add in a few pieces of tile to cover up. Because when right. you're going from three to one, then it was going to leave holes. And, and three to one, right. Because it was the two knobs, the hot, the cold, and then the spout. Right. So that was yep. three. And so now yep. we only have one again. I love it. And you were adamant that you didn't want a one handle. I love it. And it works It's quality. So it looks good. And you can distinguish which one is cold and hot, mm-hmm. left, right. So, yeah, I love it. And it works for you. Yeah. It a couple works other, for me. A couple other big things that we had to get through in this bathroom was the countertop, right? The countertop, we were going to do a vanity or not, but we ended up decide, yeah, well, that we decided not to do a vanity. First of all, we couldn't do a full 60-inch vanity because you have a air register underneath of your countertop. Mm-hmm. So anything we put there would have blocked it. Right. And then if we had gone with a smaller vanity, that would have looked weird. It would have looked off center. And so that right. isn't going to work either. And then you were just like, well, let's just do a counter. We'll just replace the counter. And my friend Edmundo was amazing. I'll put his contact information down there too. So if anybody lives in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, and you you want any kind of stone for your- Shout out for Edmundo. Yeah, yeah, Edmundo was great. And he's, he's gosh, Hakima, he's helped me with so many projects. Edmundo's the guy that when I bought my home, he came in in 2010. So I've known him for 14 years as well. Wow. He came and put in new countertops in my kitchen, new cabinets, and a couple other things. And he's just kind of stuck around. He put the countertop in. He did not charge us for that. No. Amazing. And that's why I say for anybody that lives in this area... He does really good work. He does. He does so really good work. For, really good. Yeah, the quartz countertop. The quartz. Now, here's the thing, Hakima. I don't know. I don't know what we would have done if we didn't have his help. I don't know how we would have tackled that. I have told Edmundo, like, we could not have really done this. For, like, it would not have looked as great. Oh, my God. I think is if he didn't come and help. It looks good. Yeah. <laughs> he told him a shout out. I followed up with him afterwards and I had said, Edmundo, how much was that quartz countertop? Because we bought the sink on our own, we bought a modern square sink. Because we had the sink and the faucets and had Dwayne do all the hookups, it would have cost us probably about, I think he said 900 for just that quartz countertop. Mm. So that's money that you didn't have to come up with. Right. So, you know, we, we owe him. And he, look, when I messaged him after this, he's like, when can I see you again, Serena? I said, Edmundo, if you want to help me with other projects, I want to put a toilet in my shed. And he's like, okay, you just let me know when I will set my camera up and we will put a toilet in my shed. And I'm- Where are you going to put that at, Serena? I don't know. I don't know. But it's one of those- Oh, you're never going to leave that shed. Oh 
my gosh, no. Once that toilet is in there, we're not going to, where's Serena? Where's mommy? Where's Where's mommy? mommy? (laughs) Look, I joke that I want to put a mailbox on the front of my shed. And, and oh my gosh, Serena the boys can just deliver house. my mail directly to my, my Oh mailbox. my gosh, she has a new house. I need a bed in here too. I'm telling you, I, I love this space. Okay, let's move on to a couple other things and then we'll wrap this up. The artwork, this artwork in your bathroom. I'm speechless. It's like this pop of beautiful color. And that was you, Hakima. That was me? Yes. Okay. Let me give people the backstory on this. So we knew that, or I knew that we wanted some artwork on that wall. We had first talked about doing something abstract, maybe something black and white, maybe go to the thrift store, get a frame, put something behind it, a a canvas or something and let you express your creativity. And as we were working, I thought, well, why don't we use a Cricut and cut out something? That was you. That was was me. I did say, why don't we use the Cricut and cut something abstract with some I black like this painting. How did we come up with the idea that we were going to do a black woman on the wall for this artwork in vinyl? How did we come up with that? I, I know we were texting each other and I was sending you some pictures that I thought I would like. Mm-hmm. And so they were some of black women and children and it was black art. Mm-hmm. And then you start sending me things and I said, well, send me more, you know, a woman, I guess with a fro or... Africa you know, or we came up with something. That. I was like, okay, I like this. I was looking in the Cricut design software. Right, right. There are thousands and thousands of designs that people have created and have submitted to the Cricut design repository where you can just use them for free. And so we sat on a call one night just going through, what do you think about this one? What do you think about that? Right. I, we found one. And I'd already found the frame. I'd gone to the thrift store. And then Serena called me one day and was like, I found the perfect frame. Oh, it was, I knew it was perfect. It was perfect, perfect size like, for that four yeah. foot wall. Four and foot it is wall. a perfect frame. Like it yeah. literally is. She and it had glass. Right. It had, yeah, it, was, it had glass. It was brown. So I had to spray paint it black. And then what I did was I took a, a, a thin piece of MDF, maybe about an eighth of an inch. So it wasn't very thick. And I spray painted, I spray painted it with primer. So I did a primer, two coats of primer. And then you had said to me, I don't know, but I'm thinking turquoise. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, that would be great. And if for anybody that wants to see what this artwork looks like, I will leave a link down below where you can see pictures of this. So we decided we were going to do a turquoise background. We were going to paint the woman brown and we were going to give her hot pink lips. Hot pink lips. Here's the thing, though. I didn't record any of that, Hakima. Oh, wow. Well, you know, I record everything that I do. But on this particular day, I just wanted to lounge in my pajamas, work on this artwork, and have a cozy day in my shed to just create and not be focused on getting the perfect angle. But I really wish that I had recorded it. And I think I'm going to probably create another one. And then I'll record all of the steps. For anybody else that, you know, might be interested in doing something like this, but it was a great project. And and I loved how we were able to collaborate on that because it wasn't just me saying, oh, here's a piece of artwork. You had the vision of, I want turquoise. Oh, and by the way, pink lips. And so in this bathroom that Kojo said had looked like a public toilet, right? Because all he saw was black and white. Yeah, it was because he saw it was sterile to him. It was sterile. This, it's it's not sterile anymore. It's no, just it's beautiful, clean, modern bathroom. Clean, modern. And I knew that having a, a large piece of artwork on that wall 
would be yeah, good. Yeah, you kept saying that. Walking, you've got two entrances into your bathroom and one is from the hall, one's from your bedroom. So coming into the bathroom from the hallway, that's the first thing that you see. The first thing and that's what see. I wanted is that that artwork to be that pop of color right there. And it was the perfect you size. Achieved. Yeah, perfect size. And so I loved how we had collaborated on that. We both had vision and input. And that's why when I show people the before and after pictures and they're like, wow, you did a great. I'm like, look, it was a collaborative effort. It was not just me saying, oh, here's everything we're going to do. We right. came together and we decided, okay, we're going to do this. And that's what was so great because you didn't really think that you were creative, but you actually really were creative. Oh, well, that is good. Thank you, Serena, for yes. saying that. Because I'll give you your props. Yeah. I mean, I always let like, you like, oh, Serena, you're so creative. Again, I love the bathroom. I'm ready for the next project. We didn't talk about the floor. Oh, yeah. The floor. About the floor. Yeah. Bath works with the floor. Yeah. The yeah. whole thing. Yes. Okay. Again, we were operating on a strict budget for this. We didn't want to have to rip out the tile floor. I mean, it was in good condition. It was just outdated. Yeah. Outdated. Yes. And so when I had, when I discussed this project with Bathworks, they said, well, you know that you can use this bathroom refinishing product on the floor as well. And I was like, what? He said, people don't know this, but you can go to Sherwin-Williams find the color that you want, and then we can match or we can mm. create the Bathworks product using that color code. And then that's what led us to Sherwin-Williams to find the iron ore. So Bathworks, yeah. So if you call them directly, it's not something you can order on their site, but if you call them directly with the Sherwin-Williams code. So let's say you had wanted a black tub, like you could have had an iron ore tub. Wow. <laughs> Don't get any ideas. Wow. <laughs> like, well, I guess I could do a black tub. But yeah, for, there's people out there that do want colorful tubs and tile and they want to move away from basic white. So that's an option. But anyway, um, Backworks had sent the materials to us and we went through the exact same process of cleaning the floor. You have to clean it with Comet. You have to etch it for like 20 minutes or so. And then you had to rinse that away right? And then sand it. So all of this is to prep the surface. And then that part was stressful when it was time to apply this product to the floor. Yes. You knew I was stressed. Oh, you were stressed. I'm not going to bother her because she's stressed. But I think that process took you less than 10 minutes or 10 minutes because you were moving. I was, I felt like I had to move quickly. So what Bathworks had told me is they said, when you're doing the floor, you're not going to roll it on with a roller. You're just going to put it on the floor and then push it into place. But when push he it into push place. it and move it into place, he didn't really say how to. So right. I was really nervous in starting this yeah. part of the project. And they had sent me squeegees. I poured it onto the floor. I used the squeegee to kind of around. move it around. Like right. almost as if you're glazing a cake or something, right? Like if you're- Yeah, cake, yeah. That's kind of how I applied it. Yeah, exactly. I was so stressed out because I didn't know- how thick it needed to be, but it had to be thick enough that that light brown almond color of the tile didn't come through. And we did right. have spots where it was a little light, but we just kind of touched them up a few days we later. We just touched them up, which came out perfect. You didn't even yeah. know there was a touch up. Yeah, it was not a big um, deal. I thought you did a really excellent job. And, and and that right there, I mean, you know, my bathroom is small, but that is definitely a one person, one man job. Yes. You just can't have two people in it because you... 
literally uh, at first uh, i thought serena was like you're gonna box yourself in how are you gonna get out of this bathroom glad i figured it out because i was yeah and she was like i'm gonna do it i i got it i got it hakeem i got it i'm like okay serena I know when you kept saying, well, what about over here? Yeah, what? I know you wanted to say, girl, bitch. I mean, didn't I say, Hakima, I think I did kind of try to shut you down a little bit because you did. I and I was like, okay, right. Serena, I know I'm bothering you. I know I'm bothering you. Okay, I, okay, I'll leave you alone. Plus, I had you, your daughter, and Godwin all standing at the doorway while I was doing it. And I'm and thinking, she was doing it. Let me tell you, she was doing it. Even though we were, I was, I'm not going to say we, I was irritating the hell out of her. Cause I was like, Serena, you're going to box yourself in. You got to do this side. What are you doing? I know you were like, what do behind the toilet? What, what do behind the toilet? Serena was like, I got this. I got this. And she was like, I got this. And she's moving and she got it. She did it. And it looks good. Oh, but it was very stressful. But she did Um, a wonderful job. Wonderful job. For the first time you doing this, you did a wonderful job. And I, I can see how overwhelmed it, it can be. Um, Yes, it was very overwhelming. But the floor turned out great. And that was the last big project because the big project was the Thailand tub refinishing. It was the countertop and then the floor. And then all the floors. Yes. So, I mean, we changed out everything. I mean, let me just run through. So, we, we did the tub and tile, we added a new shower curtain rod. Of course, we put up a new shower curtain. Your doors, we painted your doors, but the knob. Yeah, we we mirrors, the shelves. Yes. We had to replace the hinges on one of the doors because Mm -hmm. they were rusted. Mm -hmm. Dwayne was really cool. Dwayne did that. He took a little bit off of the door just by planing it using a planer. Yeah. Hand planer so that the doors could easily close because that was a problem. Like you said, the doors would close, but you'd have to really push on them. I had to really push. And then with the paint, you just couldn't even close it at all. Right. We couldn't close it. So we had to take the door down and Dwayne again, shout out to Dwayne. No, Dwayne was amazing. So he took the doors off, put the new hinges on, planed the doors. I did the doorknobs. We did the artwork. We did all the painting, the ceiling, we did your closet. So we did some shelves. Now I did run into a problem with the wood. Remember, I was thinking that I was going to use pine. For the shelf. Yeah, for the shelving. So I was going to use solid pine, but then it started to cup. And so it started to kind of bend, which wood, I guess wood does. And I'm like, this is not good enough. Ironically, I had leftover birch plywood in my garage from two years ago when wow. I had done my closet makeover. And Here's the thing. They were exactly the sizes that I needed. They wow. Wide. <laughs> wow. All I had to do is just do a couple cuts and put a little bit of edge banding. Edge banding is like this really thin layer of veneer that has glue on the back of it. So you have to use an iron to press it onto the edge of the wood. And that covers up that, that raw edge. And so then you could stain it to match your shelving. But we went with the ebony. And it looked fantastic. And mm. oh, you got to use a Brad nailer. You did one of the. Oh, yeah. I was so nervous about that. <laughs> you got to use the Brad. I don't even know why. I was just so nervous. Well, because it shoots two inch Brad nails. Yeah. How about that? Right. <laughs> so you got to use several different things. Got to paint. You got to use a track saw, the Brad nailer. Yeah. I was nervous about the track saw. So you had, you nailed in one of the shelves. And then I found some baskets. And instead of having to just be black and white with a little bit of pop of color in the turquoise, we decided to warm it up a little bit. And yeah, warm it up with some rustic. Natural, yeah. yeah, some natural baskets in there, yeah. in the closet. That, that was really a good idea because I was really thinking good. still just keeping it mm-hmm. 
Very simple. I love the look that the baskets, the brown yeah, basket me too. gave. Me too. So thank you for that idea. That yep. rustic and, and then one of the baskets that I found that in the very bottom of your closet, I found for like seven mm-hmm. or $8 for this nice wicker basket that now you can put stuff that you're not using on a day-to-day basis, but you just right. hide it in there so it's not visible. Because you had a lot of products and they were all sitting out and we were able to kind of organize it. And I bought some really cool makeup organizers from Costco. So now you've got like your makeup organized and it's not just right, yeah. out in the open, right? So it's 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 a great clean space. Yeah, it is. It really is. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and the lights. We got the light from Amazon. Oh my God. I forgot about the lights. Yep. We got the light from Amazon and um, Dwayne put that in. And then I found the the modern frame from Home Goods for like 58 bucks. So wait, so let's talk cost. Okay. So I, in fact, I was trying to add this up. I haven't figured out all the numbers, but I think it came out to like 25, 2200, I think that we had spent. And this is like the plumber, Dwayne was like $900. So that was yeah. a big bulk. And we needed him because you, as a DIYer, unless you're a plumber, you can't just take off no, you can't. knobs of your shower and add new ones. It's right. not held in place by just like a screw. Some of the other things that we needed, we took off the tile because you had some tiles that were along the floor, like a baseboard. So I popped those off and I put some PVC one by four boards to, to give you a baseboard. So that was some cost. The paint, I think we used two gallons of paint. So I think it came out to about $2,500. And I know that I paid some of Duane. You paid some of Duane. I paid for much of like the paint and the joint compound and those materials. And then you had bought some of the fixtures, like the sink and the light and those things. We saved a lot of money because I did ask Edmundo. I don't think I told you this, but I'd ask Edmundo, hey, if you had come in here to rip everything out and do it yourself, how much would you have, like, how much would you have charged? He quoted me about ten to $15,000 mm. to do everything. And we paid a fraction of that. Right. Even if we had paid, even if we had paid Edmundo for the countertop, the quartz countertop, I think we would have spent probably about 3000 and some change. And does that include, like, if he was to put a new tub in, he would rip the floors out. He would do those things. I think and so. Because we, right. Yeah, I and think we got the, a really good look on just. I mean, it was a fraction. It was a fraction. fraction. Now, you know, it, it wasn't like the negative 50 budget. Because when we first started, we were joking. We're like, yeah, our budget's like negative 50. Negative 50. <laughs> but I don't think even before we started, we didn't really think about budget. I mean, we knew that there were things that we were going to need. I had some of the tools, and so I didn't have to go and buy tools. Right. But we needed the baseboard. We needed the paint. Those pictures things, and the lighting. And right. All those things. Those um, things add up. And so that's what I would tell people. If you are wanting a new bathroom, you can go and pay a contractor to rip everything out. And this is a small bathroom. So a you know, small 40-square-foot bathroom. Expect to pay ten to 15000 depending on which fixtures you want and things like that. But- you're just as happy as if you had. I am just as happy. It's, to me, it's like a brand new ripped what I'm out gutted bathroom. Yep. I feel that my bathroom was gutted. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We did a lot. If your countertop had been in better condition, because it had some water damage over the years. And so it had right. to be. But if it was in good condition, let's just say it was just outdated. We could have refinished that as well. So not everything has to be replaced. And I think- Not everything has to be put, like the tub, like the tub. tub. And the 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 tiling around the tub. 
did yep. not have to be replaced. Yep. And I think that easily just, could be replaced. Yeah. And I think if people are just willing to put in the effort, but they also have to have the confidence to get started. And that's what I was hoping that people have after seeing this project. You know, once we are able to get the video up and published, I want people to look at this and say, well, if Hakima felt that way, like I do, whoever that person is that's watching and identifying with you, if she can do it, then I feel like I can at least try to do it too. No experience, no desire for experience. And now I'm ready for the next project. We're already talking about doing your bedroom. We're already talking about my bedroom. Like we, we're going to keep going with this and I am happy. And I would never think that I would be talking, speaking about DIY because it was never something that I had a desire because, and again, maybe because I never thought I could do it, but now I'm ready and I can do it. I can do anything I want to do. And that's that right here. And it was fun. You know, I put my, we as a team, Mm -hmm. the ideas, our collaboration, and then we all put our sweat in this project and it turned out to be wonderful. Thank Mm -hmm. you again, Serena. You are welcome, girl. And I think, at least for me, I, I know that my level of confidence in being able to help somebody do their room has increased tremendously. The only part that I felt that was difficult is making sure that I had all the tools and materials that I needed on site. Because mm-hmm. when I do projects in my own house, it's right. easy to go to the garage or the shed and say, oh, right. I need this, or let me just run to Home Depot real quick. And right. then come back and say, well, let me just sit down and relax a little, you know, I could do that. But at your place, I had to plan and be organized and say, okay, well, today we're going to be doing this project. So I had to run through my mind. What are all the things that we need? And there was always things that we needed, right? Like at one point we needed more razor blades and I had to go to Lowe's and stop what we were doing and go get razor blades. But that's just all part of the process, but it required me to be a lot more organized and to think through the project. Yes. Instead of just you know, willy nilly. Well, what am I going to do today? Oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to paint this wall. No, no. Here's all the things I need. Right. So that's one thing that I learned from this. I don't have that level of confusion of, well, I don't know how to organize a project in someone else's house. Like, I feel like I know more things now that's going to allow me to say, oh, well, right. we can use room together because we have a framework now. on how Exactly. To do- and these are the materials I need. And this is what materials. I need to do. And this is how we need to do it. And it's going to become more easier and easier. And so, yeah, I, I, I can see that. And, and and I could tell from you because even while we were in the middle and even towards the end and even now, and you were like, so we're going to work on the next project. You have never said that to me. I mean, like you said, it was easier right. to do it at your own house. But we took the first step mm-hmm. and you took that first step. You You feel more confidence. You have that experience, like your lesson learned what to do the next time. You're going to be even more organized. So am I. I learned a lot to even be more organized and not always have these limitations and these barriers. One thing that I got out of this project, making little things seem a lot bigger than what it really is. And really, it's not that that deep. So that's a huge thing I learned. And being more um, patient too. It takes time. You want it done now. You want it done yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I love the collaboration and um, working with you and working with Godwin. 
having that quality time with my friend that I haven't had in a long time. So that was a good feeling. I get to see him to see Serena more. Yes. And just the like, you know, just accomplishment that, yeah, Hakima, you, you you did this. You can do this. We did this yeah. together. We started we started something and we finished it. And we finished and we saw it. it through because and it looks good. Yes. And it's so easy to start DIY projects and then just leave them because... And leave them. I mean, you hear that all day long. Yeah. I I, I have projects like that myself. Yeah, exactly. Every HGTV, like, yeah, we started it and we just didn't finish it and we got to get the professional. We finished it. And it looks fantastic. And it looks professional. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to starting on your bedroom. I think we're going to start that in March. We're going to make that like a March project. This project made me more open mm-hmm. to possibilities in anything because um, mm-hmm. I'm always limiting and like, nope, putting the barrier up. Nope. I'm standing tall on nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm starting to say, yes, why not? Yes, let's do it. Yes, it's going to take some elbow grease and some work, but so what? I have the You've energy. Proven. Yes, God has blessed me. You have proven that you know how to hang. You know what? That's one thing. And thank you for bringing this up. This project made me be more grateful of my ability. I was on the floor, moving around. I was doing some things that I'm glad I have the help and the capability to do. Yes. That's something that a lot of people, we take it for granted. Yes. Especially if you're not using it, because you don't even realize that you have the ability to like get down on the floor on your hands and knees. I was and sore for a couple of days. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was sore. You and I are both physically active people. Right. But even I was sore just from yeah. and some of the things, but it's a workout. Yeah. Okay. And it felt good to be sore because again, you're moving around, enjoying yourself. Yep. And again, I feel grateful because even though we were sore, we still did it and we had the capability yes. and there was no real, it was no restriction or limitation on I'll move it around. We just right. didn't move those muscles and now we're just sore, but we still were capable of doing it. And that made me feel so grateful and appreciative of my health because I had some health challenges years ago. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. We've talked a lot about everything in your bathroom and how we got there and how we finished Is there anything that we haven't covered? Something that you wanted to say or share about the experience that we haven't covered? You know, I hear people say, I need to learn how to say no. I think there's a balance. We need to learn how to say no and we need to learn how to say yes, but we can't just be heavy on the no and heavy on the yes. Um, It needs to be a balance. Right. And I'm working out that balance of saying yes and um, open to ideas. Stop feeling so overwhelmed. All of that from this little project, and I'm not even call it little, but I guess it is when you look at perspective, but all of that came from this project. So again, thank you so much. And I just want to reemphasize the term that I used back when we had gone to that restaurant, when I was talking about our confidence bucket, right? Yes. Confident bucket. Yes. This project for both you and I yes, so much into our confidence bucket. Because we did something that we didn't think we could do. And once we got started, we were pretty confident that maybe it took you a little while to kind of warm up to it, but we were pretty confident this is going to turn out. This is going to look amazing. And so right now, my confidence bucket is overflowing. <laughs> I'm my already- confident bucket is overflowing. And I liked what you had said. Let's start adding to the bucket. Let's, Let's add start pouring into bucket. that bucket. Keep pouring. Let it overflow. 
And that's what I'm letting it overflow. And I'm already thinking, how can I do 10 episodes like this? Okay, whether they're all in your house or whether I get other people, other I mean, who knows? Maybe I get a, a big sponsorship from Home Depot and I travel a couple states away, you know, and have a team. You know, I'm thinking outside of the box now. I'm thinking bigger because of this project. And I just so glad that you're there because yes, girl, it took a long. I've been telling you, you were like, well, I'm happy. I'm just like to just keep it just me. Like, but Serena, you need to get a little team so you can bounce ideas and feedback and collaborate. So I love it. But again, you meet people where they are. You just weren't ready. I wasn't ready. I'm ready. You know, it's fine where where you are right now. Look, the sky is the limit, girl. Yes. Yes. Reach for the sky, land on the moon. If that's what you want, do it. You can do it. You have the talent. You have the creativity. You have it. Let's do it, girl. Let's do it. Here we come. All right, Hakeem, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much. And if anybody wants to ask you questions, if anybody has any specific questions about this project, they can email me, serena at thriftdiving.com. Thank you, Hakima. Thank you, Serena. Thank you for everything. You know, last year at the beginning of 2023, when I started my year, I had three themes. Do you remember me talking about that? You can go back to one of my previous episodes. I'll leave the link down below. But I talked about connection, flow, and simplicity. Those were the themes of 2023. And I think what's carried over for me for 2024 is the theme of connections, is doing things with people that you love, doing things with people, doing projects, spending time with the people that are most important to you, the people that make you smile. And as you can tell from this conversation, the people that uplift you. Hakima has always been that person who has been there to support me, no matter what it is that I'm doing, whether she agrees, whether she doesn't agree. And if she doesn't agree, oh, <laughs> I hope you can tell from this conversation, she is somebody that will actually tell me, well, Serena, no, you're you're trying to do all this thrift diving yourself. You need to hire a team. Like she will tell me where I'm I'm not growing and where I'm not focusing. And there have been many times where she and I would get into heated debates (laughs) because sometimes when someone is telling you the truth and you know it's the truth, you don't necessarily want to hear the truth because you're not ready for it. And so there have been times when she and I would get into these little uh, disagreements, these little debates, because she's trying to tell me what I need to do. And something inside of me is just like, I'm not ready. I don't want to hear it. I, I don't, don't tell me these things. But as you can tell, she's been my biggest supporter And she's really my ride or die. We've been friends for a very long time. And this project really brought us closer than we have been in a long time. For the last couple of years, we had fallen off a little bit, right? Life gets in the way. I get busy with projects. I get busy with family. She gets busy with things. And that's how relationships start to deteriorate when you're not feeding it the nurturing water and food and connection that it needs. So this project was more than just a bathroom makeover. It was really bringing her and I together again in a way that we used to really enjoy each other. And even though it was not over DIY in the past, now we have this new part of our relationship, our friendship that we can enjoy. I'm enjoying myself. She's enjoying herself. We're filling our confidence buckets 
And it's just been a really great way to start off 2024. So I'm just going to invite you to think about the projects that you could do with a friend. If you're somebody who has some DIY skill, reach out to those friends of yours that maybe don't have DIY skills or may not have even expressed interest in doing projects like Hakima had said. But this is a new area that you can explore with your friend. You can help them improve their home, give them sort of the tools and the tips that they need in order to move on to, you know, the next project that they want to do with you, or maybe on their own, you're going to basically inspire them to do more DIY. And we all know that DIY crafting is like therapy, right? So you're helping them to discover a new part of their life, improving their home, and you're improving your connection. So more connection in 2024 and more DIY. All right, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have some questions for me or Hikema, or if you just want to tell us how much you love this episode, or if there's any feedback you have for me, I'm all ears. Send me an email, serene at thriftdiving.com, and I will see you next episode. Find it ugly, make it pretty. Mm-hmm. Paint the power tools, alright. Saving money.